overwhelmed by clutter when you walk through the door? Are you tired all the time and stuck just getting by? With each day being a carbon copy of the next and no time or space for yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah and I was you, so I understand. You're a busy mom, whether at home or working full time, feeling like you're in survival mode. There isn't time for more because you're just putting out fires, overwhelmed by all the stuff and aching for something more. That's what the Simple Intentional Podcast is here for, to support you. Whether it's to clear clutter, ditch the overwhelm, and create ease and simplicity, figure out how to be more intentional in your life, or inspire you into action. Each week, I'll share things like practical and actionable tips you can start using immediately to start living more intentionally and create your life, as well as interviews with people that will inspire and educate you. I'm a full-time working mom, wife, and lover of all things simple. After a stage four cancer diagnosis in 2014, I started on a path to change how I was living. And I'm sharing with you everything that has helped me move from a stressed out, people-pleasing perfectionist to calm, in control, and feeling like the best version of myself. So grab your earbuds, a cup of tea, and join me to start making powerful shifts in your life today. This is about so much more than stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple and Intentional Podcast. This week, I want to talk about simplifying your wardrobe. I know for me, my wardrobe was my most challenging area to declutter. It certainly took many forms. It was an up and down process. And I learned a lot on my journey of my relationship with clothes, my relationship with myself, what was behind the clothing I had. And like anything, I think with decluttering, there is something behind the stuff. And I really believe that we have to discover what that is to really make that transition towards um, a clutter-free, a simplified version of whatever area of our lives that is. So I set out to do Project 333. I read the book. I was really geared up to do it. And if you haven't heard of this, it's um, Courtney Carver's Project 333 is the idea of living with 33 items of clothes for three months. And of course, within that, there's flexibility. But the idea is that you're really limiting um, your wardrobe to a small number of items for a season and learning what you love, what you don't love, that you can really live with a lot less than you think you can. Um, And really decluttering your wardrobe and using the high structure of this challenge to help you. And I say this all the time, but I really believe when we're starting something that's challenging, um, it really can be helpful to use something with high structure like a challenge to get you started and to start figuring out where you need to go, what you need to work on, and to understand um, your relationship with this stuff. And I think that our relationship with our wardrobe and our clothing is complicated as women. I think it's really deeply tied to our body image, how we feel about ourselves, um, 
are like you know how much of a people pleaser we are or you know that sense of comparison to others um, and where we're value our value is rooted and where we're seeking um, that sort of feedback that um, validates us and whether or not that's rooted within ourselves or somewhere external and oftentimes it is external I really believe that as women, so many of us were taught to be people pleasers, to put other people's feelings before ourselves. And so, um, you know, that comes out in many different areas of our lives and our wardrobe can be one of them. I also really have found that body image and how we feel about our bodies and how we look in clothing can be really deeply connected to how large our wardrobe is, how out of control it is, how cluttered it is. And so we really do have to um, connect those two things and recognize it and then figure out how we can at the same time as simplifying go on that sort of journey of loving ourselves more, accepting ourselves more, and not buying clothing as a way of um, trying to seek a solution. So I'm going to back up a little bit and tell you that I started Project 333 in March of 2020. Funny enough, (laughs) I had read the book, I was geared up, and I had my March break, and I thought, okay, I'm going to take this extra time I have during March break to deeply declutter my wardrobe and, you know, pack away what I'm not going to wear, pick my 33 or so items and go from there. But the pandemic hit. So what my wardrobe ended up looking like was a lot different than what it might have looked like, you know, during normal times. So um, I did really find that the strategy of packing away everything that was maybes to be super, super helpful because those are the things that really hang us up. When we start to declutter, we're like, oh, well, this was expensive or I think I'm going to wear that at this time. And, you know, because of the pandemic, I actually had a lot of maybes because I wasn't really sure what I was going to end up wearing. But, you know, I whittled it down to those 33 or so items. I kept my wardrobe small and I um, committed to wearing what I had and not replacing anything unless I really needed to. And that in itself was really, really super helpful because um, it allowed me to like sort of work through the discomfort of wearing things that I thought that I loved and you know figuring out how I really felt about myself and my body and clothing and then make decisions for purchases um, like just rooted in a place that was me saying to myself okay I'm making a purchase this purchase is not gonna make me feel better about myself but I do really want a pair of black leggings because I wear those a lot, but I want them to be high-waisted because I know that will make me feel more comfortable and allow me to move around more freely, et cetera, et cetera. So when I made buying decisions, I really connected to the fact this wasn't going to solve anything about the way I felt about my physical appearance um, or how much I love myself or how I looked in clothing, but that I was going to feel more put together or more comfortable or whatever it was. And that allowed me um, to start to 
build that sort of quote-unquote capsule wardrobe. And I just want to pause and talk about that word capsule wardrobe for a second because the idea behind a capsule wardrobe is that you build something where you have these interchangeable pieces that go with each other. Um, You know, it really is a capsule, like this enclosed unit where um, you have these set pieces and a lot of times they tend to be neutrals or classic pieces because they work so well together. And although I love the concept of this and I have built sort of that for myself, um, I'm leaning now towards using the term simplified wardrobe instead because I don't think we need to necessarily put the pressure on ourselves to have something that's really perfect and works together and you know everything's interchangeable, etc. I think actually if we can find a way to just sort of simplify what we have, live with less, start to understand the style that we love, what feels good on us, what embodies us, what, you know, we can share that sort of outward expression of ourselves through clothing um, that suits our lifestyle as well. Um, we don't necessarily have to have everything be interchangeable or work together perfectly. You know, you can have those pieces in there that, you know, make you feel unique or whatever um, and may just go with one piece of clothing. But I think that you're just rooting your buying decisions again from a place that's more healthy than before so that these decisions aren't impulsive or trying to fill some void but instead like hey I want to have some fun with my wardrobe or you know I notice when I'm getting dressed I'm really missing like a cardigan so I'm going to put that on my list of things to buy and you know that we're really just taking time to make decisions and purchases instead of um, you know impulsively buying stuff because we think that we should have it or that it's going to look good or whatever. So um, I just want you to consider that if you find the word capsule um, restrictive or it, you know, like kind of triggers that perfectionism in you, just think about it more as simplifying. Okay, but back to my project 333 and my like dive into simplifying. So I did the project 333, packed things away. Like I said, it was the pandemic, so I didn't really get a real sense of like what I actually wanted to wear. But what it did push me to do was live with what I have and wear what I had. And I made myself do that for a while because I really, really wanted to get to the root of it and figure out like what I actually needed, um, what I actually felt good in and get outside of the clothes and really just kind of connect to um, how I felt about myself physically and, you know, recognize that clothing wasn't going to fix that. And I still, I still tell myself that all the time. You know, if I have a week where I'm just feeling really lousy and I get that impulse to like, which I still, still happens, like I still deal with that, that impulse to, you know, buy something that's going to make me look better. Um, I really halt myself and I really go back to that reminder where I say to myself, this 
is not going to make you feel better about yourself. And you know what the things are that make you feel better about yourself? Rest, exercise, movement is so huge because the whole self-love thing and how we feel about our bodies, that is going to be a struggle for some of us on some level probably forever, maybe most of us, where we're still going to have those thoughts pop up. So, you know, if you can, instead of, you know, jumping online to buy something or go out shopping, find a way to move your body, stretch it, walk, exercise, do something um, that allows you to get that movement in, then you can start to actually treat your body with that love and respect that it deserves. And also at the same time, feel better about how you look because you're going to feel stronger. You're going to feel more flexible. You're going to feel just better in your body. And doing those kind of things instead of buying clothes is actually also going to lead you to have a simpler wardrobe because you're, you're doing the work, you're digging deep into living with what you have, you know, reminding yourself that clothes isn't the answer, and then, you know, building a wardrobe that you love slowly, piece by piece. Okay, so I lived with my wardrobe for a long time, and then I started to realize, like, hey, I actually want to feel more elevated in what I'm wearing. I don't want to just, like, make do with what I have. I did that, you know, I went through the work internally um, and that, you know, living with what I had allowed me to do that. Um, But I don't necessarily think you need to do that for as long as I did. (laughs) I think that, you know, the pandemic really allowed me to, but um, I think that you can start to build your wardrobe, um, you know, like right away. And one strategy um, that really helps, and this is what I say to my clients, is that when you get dressed, um, wear the things that you are keeping and then make decisions about them. So one is if you're unsure about something and you keep keeping it in your wardrobe, put it on and make yourself wear it. Wear it for a day and decide. If it's digging in, it's sliding down, it's scratchy you don't like the way it looks get rid of it you and make that decision the day you wear it don't put it back and think oh well I might like it next week when I wear it with this if you don't like it after wearing it for a day get rid of it and I already mentioned the maybe box but that is a really really powerful strategy go through your wardrobe sort it out into keep maybe toss or donate and put all those maybes in a box, in a bin, whatever, pack it away, tuck it away, and only have in your wardrobe the things that you're going to keep, the things that are definite keeps, and then the toss and the donate, get rid of them. Get rid of them right away. If you're going to sell them on Facebook Marketplace or whatever, make a plan to do it and do it right away. Don't linger over these things. If you're going to donate it or toss it, do that immediately make a plan schedule it don't let this stuff linger because you've made decisions about it if it's something that's leaving your life let it leave your life and don't let it sit around in your house for a month 
okay? It's still weighing on you when you do that. So make these decisions quickly. And that's a big part of why um, simplifying your wardrobe is so amazing because you're reducing the amount of decisions you're making. It's lightening your load and so that you have more time, space, energy for other things. Um, So don't let it linger and don't let it drag out. Another strategy I really think is important for simplifying your wardrobe is just keeping a little notepad nearby when you're getting dressed and write down the things that you wish you had. So if you get dressed and you're like, oh, you know, it would be really great if I had a cardigan Um, and write that down. And then if you notice over the next few weeks that that sort of thought has cropped up like, you know, another few times, then you know that you want to put on your list for your wardrobe a cardigan. Maybe it's littler things like a pair of socks, you know, you go to put on those sneakers and you wish that you had like lower, a lower rise sock or um, a white t-shirt or whatever it is. It can be these small items, but that's really where um, like the magic is in recognizing the repeat thoughts you're having. So um, without going out to just buy it right away, you're taking the time to notice and reflect and think about, okay, I thought I wanted a white t-shirt, you know, these three times, what was I going to wear it with? And like, how is it going to fit in? And, you know, just know what you're going to match it with so that, you know, it's going to get the wear that you want to get out of the clothes you buy, because you don't want to have things in your wardrobe that you're only wearing once in a while for the most part you know certainly formal wear um, you know like you may keep a really fancy dress or something like that for when you go to weddings and not wear it any other time or you might be the type of person who's like I'm just going to buy a simple dress that I can dress up or down and that's going to be the dress that I wear it really is up to you because this wardrobe is you it's your self-expression It's for your lifestyle and there is no set number of items you need to have. Um, It's about what feels good to you, um, what feels simplified to you and what makes getting dressed and getting ready every day easier because we don't want to waste our time and energy on making decisions about what we're going to wear all the time and then starting to like dive into that you know, negative self-talk and like rip ourselves apart because we don't love how we look. We want to find things that make us feel good, suit our lifestyle and help us love the way that we look. So for me, kind of the next part of that um, wardrobe journey was, okay, I lived with what I had and then I started to buy things. I started to um, replace basics and make decisions and, um, Another piece of this is that you're going to make mistakes. You are going to buy something that you think is going to be like this great piece or that's going to work and you're going to get so much wear out of it and you're not. You know, I um, bought two basic t-shirts, a black and a cream colored t-shirt and I thought, okay, I'm going to wear these all the time. And I wear the black one all the time, but you know, the cream colored one, I actually hardly wear that. And I've actually demoted it into loungewear now because it's a nice t-shirt. It's a nice color, but I don't really um, go for it. I don't grab it. I thought, you know, that I was going to get so much use out of it because it's such a great basic, but I just don't. um, I just don't love the way that that particular color looks. And so 
just recognize that a part of the process and a part of building your wardrobe is that you will make mistakes with things. But we're going to make far less mistakes because you're making slower decisions and, um, you know, you're taking the time to notice what the gaps are and, you know, you're starting to create a wardrobe that feels really good to you from a slow place. So place. So it's not going to be, um, you know, tons and tons of mistakes, but just recognize that you're probably going to buy something at some point that then you're going to end up getting rid of. I also don't want you to shy away from personality because it can be tempting when we go to build that quote unquote capsule wardrobe or that simplified wardrobe that we go for just basics because you know they do go great together they're easy you can figure that you're probably going to get a lot of wear out of a black t-shirt or a black pair of leggings or a great pair of jeans Um, but you don't want to devoid your wardrobe of your personality and the things that you love so you can get a lot of really great basics and then add in some fun stuff like maybe you get a great jacket or a scarf or you find a great printed top or printed pants or something like that that mixes in with all those great basics okay the other part of this is quality over quantity and I'm not saying you need to stretch beyond your budget because there are really great ways to still buy quality things um, at a lower price point you know you can explore secondhand websites local consignment shops buy and sell groups that sort of thing um, to source out things so that you're not just buying fast fashion or things that are you know going to degrade in a year Um, you can find quality pieces Um, And you can find them honestly at a lower price point as well. Like I have certainly bought um, a piece or two from The Gap and that kind of thing. And, you know, they've held up really well. But just think about the materials you're buying, um, you know, cotton versus synthetics or, you know, natural materials versus um, synthetics and polyester they hold up way better you know buying a cotton blouse versus polyester polyester is going to pill it's going to shrink it's going to warp in size Um, you know so just choosing materials that are better quality um, you know thinking about the structure of a piece um, that can really help it you know um, look better over time than something that is like looser and thinner Um, So just really think about where you're getting things from and you know it may be tempting like with my t-shirt example to buy a t-shirt in like two or three colors and just call it done but you know um, what I've actually found is that it's a great idea to buy something that you think you're really going to love and is going to add to your wardrobe in one color and own one of them and wear it and see and if you love it you know, chances are that you'll be able to buy another one. This is really, really, really a process. It's not going to be something that's done overnight. It's not going to be something that you're just going to go out and you're going to buy those 20 pieces and say, okay, here's my capsule wardrobe. It's interchangeable. I've checked it off. I've got it perfectly done. That's not what this is about. This is about going through the process of identifying where where you know your buying is rooted and examining that relationship with your body and then finding things that feel good and suit your lifestyle 
being open to making mistakes, you know, trying things out, taking risks with your wardrobe to find out like if it suits you, if it, you know, is a part of the person you're becoming and things that you want to wear and just be comfortable with making those mistakes and you remember that in the past you probably have spent way more on clothes than you will making a mistake buying one item and then it ending up not being something that you love and you're only really really gonna know through identifying the things that feel good and fit great on your body and so you're gonna have to try things out you know and a great way to take that risk um, and not spend so much money is also to buy secondhand. Um, you know, there again, there are lots of great websites. There are lots of great ways to do that um, so that you can sort of figure out your style, what fits great. And look at the things that you love in your wardrobe. Look at the things you're keeping and figure out what it is about those pieces that are super great and you go, you gravitate towards and then try to replicate that. Um, and you know or take like maybe you really like wearing fitted bottoms and blousy tops so you can have a variety of um, fitted tops and a couple fitted bottoms um, sorry blousy tops and fitted bottoms and then um, you can mix, mix and match so you know just take your time and know that this is a process this is like an exploration and this is getting deeply connected to yourself and how you feel about yourself and go from there because it can be really fun and you then get to like go through the process of elevating your wardrobe to line up with the person that you are or the person you're becoming and so that you can feel so good and again this simplifying of your wardrobe is it's going to change your life I can't even tell you how I feel now versus how I used to feel I don't struggle to get dressed. I know what I love. I know what goes together. It takes me minutes to choose clothes. It takes me minutes to get dressed. And I don't have to think about it the same way anymore. And I don't sit there and rip myself apart or get stuck in these negative thoughts about myself because, you know, I know my clothes fit great. They feel good. Um, they go reasonably well together and I have those fun things and and now I'm really still in the process of elevating that wardrobe but I'm taking the time um, you know I'm allowing myself to try new things and um, again I um, I know I've shared this on Instagram and I'll share the code um, and the link in the show notes but um, I highly highly recommend um, getting your colors done um, you know that I got mine done with your color guru and it was it simplified that decision making even further because I have my card I know my colors and so when I go to buy something I can just hold up my card and know okay that's a color that looks great on me or you know if there's like eight different color choices for a shirt I eliminate that decision fatigue right away and I know that I'm picking things that are going to look great on me so I hope you found this episode helpful um, if you're on that journey of simplifying your wardrobe give yourself the time and space to do it know that it's a process this is not going to be done overnight but that you are just even by taking the first step giving yourself um your future self so much more ease and 
um, so much more love. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again next week. That's all for today. I'll see you again next week. And if you liked today's episode and found it helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would write a review. If you do, your name will be entered for this month's giveaway. You can also share with another mom who would be helped by listening. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simple Intentional. Thanks for listening. Thank you.